1: podcast podcast where I discuss all things music and how it affects my life and today is uh, probably one of the uh, most awesome podcast i've done in a while man um and it's awesome for a lot of reasons um this episode features my dad and my uncle um and it also talks about probably the single greatest inspiration i've had for music since i was a kid uh my grandmother um you get to learn a lot about her um you get to learn a lot about them and you get to learn a lot about uh what music means to my family and how it connects us all um this was, this was a really, really positive podcast for myself personally, because just so many great uh, stories I heard about my grandmother, um, and unfortunately, you know, she's no longer with us, um, but this was a great way to honor her memory um, as she passed away about six years ago, um, August 19th, so this was just an awesome conversation and a great way to spend some time with my uncle and my dad, who I haven't seen in like two years, obviously, due to everything that's kind of going on in the world. Um, But as always, guys, um, if you'd like to reach out to me, check me out on um, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Podcast of Blue, Facebook at Blue Presents a Podcast, man. Remember, if you guys have any show ideas or want to be a guest on my show, just reach out to me on any of those social media platforms. Um, Just want to say thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, And that's pretty much it, man. Uh, But before we get started, man, listen to my man, AJ Pelletier, and on the reasons why you should be listening to the Roads We Travel podcast.
2: My name is AJ Pelletier and I'm here to talk to you about my podcast, The Roads We've Traveled. It's a bi-weekly podcast where every episode I interview guests about their lives, their upbringings, my my father was, uh, you know, your stereotypical Irish drunk, their mental health, like serious depression, um, very bad anxiety. You know, I, I can look, you know, as a kid, I can see where it showed up and whatever else they have going on in their lives. It's a heartfelt show where we share intimate details about our lives, our joys, our struggles, and our passions. And we like to have some laughs along the way too. Are Should you I wearing? Hear are you wearing? Are you wearing a scarf?
3: Oh my
1: god! I love it. I love I got it. That, on you have Saturday no about idea that. how funny that is, AJ.
2: We all have our own struggles and battles we deal with. It. My show is to help you out and show you that you are never alone. So why don't you take this journey with us? Subscribe to us and tell a friend. We are available on all major podcast networks and we're also available on YouTube. So what are you waiting for? Let's hit the road together.
1: Welcome to Blue Presents A Podcast, a podcast where I discuss all things music and how it affects my life. And today I am joined by my uncle and my father. What's going on, guys? What up, How's it going? It's going, man. So everybody who comes on my show, my first question is, what are your top five artists? We'll go with you, Baito.
4: Uh I'm going to go with uh, artist, per se, Gustavo Cerati. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Argentinian rock Okay. god. <laughs> 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 uh, you want me to go with it? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 man. Well, the second one would be Soda Stereo. Okay, Which was the band that Gustavo Cerati was in. Okay, before he went solo. So him as a solo artist, and then him in the band. And Him in the okay. band. Got you. All right. Third, as it's gonna get, it's gonna get tough right now. Okay, I love all kinds of stuff, bands. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna start with saying um, Van Halen. Okay. Van Halen. It's stop right there. Up in there. Uh, two more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know you're gonna say the beatles the, well, the beatles yeah i was, I was debating with, third was the beatles you know mm-hmm. van halen but interchangeable yeah. yeah okay beatles and uh uh what was the first the fifth uh there's so many bands out there i love man it's so, so many artists and but uh let me see i gotta think fast yeah so i'm gonna go with um
1: uh, Rolling Stones. Okay, all right, that's not bad. Go ahead, Dad. I already know like one of them already. So- <laughs> of course. Not, I mean, I love the Beatles. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. David Bowie.
3: Okay. Loved David Bowie. Okay. Bob Marley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sublime. Okay,
1: that was the one I was expecting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I can just go on, mm-hmm. just, and I, you know, my my I love the all kinds of music. I just listen to um. Sergio Mendes. I love Sergio
1: Mendes. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? No. That's why I'm like looking at you both with the same confused look. Google him. <laughs> Google him. <laughs> Google that shit. Oh, so basically my show is basically a podcast talking about a journey into music. And we are so lucky that our family has just been surrounded by music. Mm-hmm. So just kind of talk about, you, like, we'll start with you. And you kinda of tell me like your first experiences with music growing up.
4: Well, I remember uh growing up with my mother, you know. Uh she started singing at a very young age, you know. I wasn't there around to see it, of course. Mm-hmm. But I heard stories, you know. Uh, she would sing in parties and all the social gatherings or whatever, whatever. Um but then uh I was born and then I grew up and uh, I used to watch her like sing different places and stuff, but my most memorable, memorable uh, is the one when she signed on TV. Okay. You know, she signed she for about a year at this uh, uh, show mm-hmm. called Borin Encanta. Okay. What does that like, translate to? Uh, uh, like, Borinquen meaning the the word for the other word for Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. which is Borincan sings, mm-hmm. you know And I used to watch, you know, I actually I wanted to a couple of uh, recordings of that mm-hmm. program and I watched them on TV and it was it was awesome. I mean, it was a Pretty cool experience. Yeah, so
1: now because um, you're a drummer, so that's kind of where I wanted that's to focus right. Yeah, where I want to focus that like what was your first instinct that you were like hey I like this thing beating on stuff with a stick <laughs>
4: well, actually, one time, one time I was, I was in uh, that time was uh, Channel Four, mm-hmm. where they they taped this, this show with Mommy used to sing, mm-hmm. and there was the, the the band was already set up, and they were not recording, but I went ahead and I sat on the drum set. And I just started banging that thing. (laughs) And some tech from the studio came over and says, oh, you can't do that. You got to get out of here. (laughs) I remember that. It was like, okay. But then after that, I was like, wait a minute. I can, because I I sat down and just, the beat just came naturally. You know, it was like no struggle, no nothing. Just like that. I was like, okay. (laughs) I like this, you know. All right. Um,
3: I I tried that. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say. I tried guitar. I tried drums mm, Couldn't handle couldn't. Well,
1: I mean, you know, in, in, in no thing because you're my dad, but you're actually a pretty decent singer, and I've heard yeah, you sing a couple much. of
3: songs, so um, My brother, you know, he explained to me about the, the drum, you know mm-hmm. that you have to, it's like it has to be built, built into you because I tried, and I know you have to, like, your foot gotta go one way, and your <laughs> hands gotta go one way, I can't coordinate the bar.
4: No coordination whatsoever.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, in growing up with that, with Grandma doing all her musical stuff, um, did you guys ever feel like pressured that like you guys had to do music, or did you feel like it was just something cool to watch your mom do, and it was be cool to be a part of it?
4: I I don't I don't remember being pressured, but we were. We grew up around the, the, the atmosphere, you know, all the time listening to her singing and music and recording and stuff. And our gra- our grandmother I, too used to sing on yeah. on the
3: on the, on church. Yeah, the, all of them, our the, aunt and our grandmother,
4: always right, singing. So. on. So we were always exposed to that. I mean, I I uh, actually I don't I, I don't I don't consider myself a guitar player, but she taught me my. Excuse me. My first th- uh, three uh, guitar chords. Okay. You know, okay. and she kind of taught me. But I, I went with the drums. But uh, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of. There uh, was a lot of uh, what do you call it. Um, in our family, there was a lot of uh, talent, ability, talent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Our, our uncle, uh, Ame, he was yeah, a he, he was a conga player, a percussionist, okay. if you want to say. And he was he he played with a few bands back in the day, you know salsa salsa bands, you know, and, and, and our, stuff like our that. Cousin
3: Maria also.
4: Maria, yep. She, My percussionist, yeah. yeah. Wow. Really Co- good. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, growing up and then kind of figuring out where you fit in all of this, um, what were your first thoughts, um, like for you, Paito, and kind of like when you finally figured out drums was what you wanted to do was it immediately i want to be in a band or was it immediately like i want to do
4: something that involves the drums well i did i i i, I just i just like to play you know it didn't it didn't come like a, i want to become a rock star you know forever <laughs> but, you know eventually yes i wanted to play in bands and do stuff and and make money doing it you know but it's 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 a hard uh, it's hard to do it you know, you had to really go for it and uh, nothing can stop you kind of thing, situation, you know. But, I mean, right now, I, I just play because I, I, I love to play the drums, you know. I like to play music and all different kinds of music and I just live for the fun of it. It just satisfies me, you know, I love just playing drums. So, okay, so we've kind of established that a lot of our family members have talent
1: or are um, talented in a way and they do different things. What was something like you either wish you could have got into or something you were like, dang, I really think I got a chance at this or something. I don't know, dad. Go ahead. When uh, when you were born, I was in a, I was a <laughs> least singer in this band uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like a couple of weeks. OK, they were into, wow. a couple uh, of weeks. Cr- he... They were into Christian rock. Mm-hmm. OK, you ever heard of the band Spiker?
1: Striper? Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah Striper. Yeah. No yeah. Striper.
3: Yep. Was, Got you. That was their They were. They were very into that, but my voice wasn't for that. Okay. That kind of music. <laughs> we used to play in the projects in Puerto Rico.
1: Okay. On the building across where we used to live. hmm Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Any. <laughs> so you said only like for a few weeks before for I was. A few weeks, in- and yeah. I
3: just didn't.
1: I. My voice wasn't for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, what was your first experience, like, in a band setting?
4: The first uh, band that I could call A-Band was actually a, a, a friend of mine. His name is, we, we used to call him Luigi. He mm. plays guitar. I remember Luigi. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Luigi. And um, he lived just down the road from us. Yeah. And he played a little guitar, and I would... Um, I actually had a makeshift drum set, which was uh, kind of pots and pans and and, and and buckets, you know, and stuff like that. I would turn them upside down and stuff like that. And we used to jam like for forever. He had a he had a guitar. He had a uh, an amp. I just had a whole bunch of trash, you know. He's <laughs> just playing on trash and stuff like that. And after that, for a while, when I finally was able to get myself a drum set a real drum set i wanted to be in a band you know play out do stuff like i said before it wasn't it wasn't easy yeah played in a few bands and nothing you know really came out of that and you know but i still play in a few bands but uh but it's just fun it's just fun i just love it it's yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> with music being in your life from
1: like the moment go how do you think that kind of shaped your relationship between you, grandma, I don't know, whoever wants to go first?
4: I remember um, we, used to, we used to, mom, we used to sing in different uh, venues and stuff and, and places and stuff. And there was, for, for a while, we used to go every Sunday we used to go to this place, and yeah. it was a radio station, because and they had this show well, we had, all afternoon. We, we had a name for it. We had a name for it. What it was because it? Because they, they, they played... Uh, uh, folk music. Folk music, Puerto Rican okay. folk music, uh-huh. and it was mostly Lelolay, Lelolay music. So we used to call it Lelolai. Le, we're going to the Lelolai again, and we were kids. What was that? What's that mean? Okay. Because
3: when, when, when the, it's yeah. improvised music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Very much like rap, but in Spanish. Okay. So... This is music from back in the days that the people used to get together and have a party, and they will sing, and they will, as they were sing, they will, they will gossip about what's going on in town, who's sleeping with who, who's fighting with who, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just a whole mess. And then one guy will get up and start challenging that one guy, and machete will. Wolf- Pull out! Oh my Hets god! Heads will
4: roll. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like legit fights breaking yeah, out yeah. at this place. Well, yeah, because I, they yeah. they would start singing to each other, like uh, like burning each other. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, burning each other. Talking shit. Yeah. Talking basically. shit about each yeah. other. <laughs> and it would get heated up sometimes, and then we get into fights and stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah.
3: So every time when people will start to sing before they they sang whatever rhyme yeah, came yeah. to their head. They will say, le, lo, la, le, lo, la, le, lo, la, le lo, la, And then they will
1: start So singing. is that a melody or is that like yeah, actually it's, it's, something? Yeah, it's
3: melody. It's like, okay. uh, it's like, you know, it's the Spanish music that you listen when you were a kid, you know, and they're, they're playing with guitars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was all improvised. It wasn't something that, you know, let's say something that, you know, you, they knew a song and let's sing this song, whatever. No, it was all improvised music. Okay. Very much like rap battles. Okay. The only right. thing that, yeah. So what <laughs> so so was is.
1: grandma doing at a place like this? She's, she's, well, she's, she's not know. battling is, nobody. <laughs>
3: is, no, what, talk, um, what I'm telling you right now, we're, we're talking about the 20s, the 30s, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But okay. this is now, you know, in the civilized world. You know, my yeah, mom this was is singing. the
4: 70s. Yeah, okay. 60s,
3: 70s. But in, in those old days, you know, you have a party like that. And it was basically <laughs> like, like you ever see rap battles? Same yeah, thing. Same thing. But it was in Spanish, and you know, it's like some poor, guy you're broke, didn't you like ain't some shit. Some guy Yo, didn't like what? Like your what, your what <laughs> exactly. Some guy didn't like what? Pull out what a gun
4: you said, yeah. or a machete. Yeah. Somebody's hand. And or you did.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we used to go. We hated it for a while. We hated it to go to this place. Every every time said, my father would say, we get up, dumb okay. early.
3: Remember there was, and, uh, there was a fork uh, on the road. Well, yeah, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. There was a fork on the road, <laughs> and we, you know that we had, <laughs> we had, a, uh, what do you call it? We had a station wagon, okay, and we were in the back. Mm-hmm. And Sunday we used to go for a drive, and whatever, if my dad went to the left on the fork. We used to go Oh crap We're going to the Frickin' little Light <laughs> <laughs>
4: If we make a right It was if different we went to place. The right
3: We were going to Grandma's house Somewhere in San Juan Whatever yeah.
1: Somewhere better And it the is. thing is
3: That we didn't like It was, it was all People yeah. Singing at this station mm-hmm. And it was just Like an open mic station People just stand up There was yeah. one mic They will start singing With their guitars Whatever Into this station that <laughs> Yeah And you know They were drunk Half of them were drunk So we hated it
4: we just hate yeah them. we were kids you know we, it, it was yeah, boring for do, us at yeah, the time yeah wanted to do something fun yeah we wanted to do something fun but but after after a while you know and now that she's she's passed on we miss that stuff you know because yeah. we grew up with that you know we grew up listening to her her music all these places that we used to go you know she was she was singing in yeah. front of people it was it was it was it was great so, it was awesome
1: so I guess my question is, is like, how was she received at at this type of a place? Because it seems like it's a little bit more different. Oh, she
4: she was a celebrity already. Yeah, really. At that yeah. time, she, she was, was. Yeah, she was. She, she was known for a while.
3: She she was well known in town. She was well also well known. People used to see her in the street. People knew, you know, knew her, and some of the people from the country because they don't understand about having a show recording, and you know the show used to be on Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah. So people will see her. I oh, just, I just saw you on TV. <laughs> no, way. These were people from Not the country. Not realizing it's pre-recorded
1: exactly, and cause shit. Cause okay. Yeah. From the
4: country. <laughs> right? It's just
1: like, how did she do that? Is she a witch?
4: <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, That's awesome. cool. So cool
1: did so did it lead to anything special for you guys? Were there any like kind of special things Grandma got because of being, I guess, if you will, a local celebrity?
4: Well actually yeah I remember meeting a lot of other people other artists that actually made it it became famous Iris because Chacon? of yeah because I of her. her yeah Iris Chacón <laughs> I was I met Iris Chacón and her her husband I met uh, Tommy Muniz which is a producer it was a very very uh uh and back in the day it was a very known producer uh a lot of people actually uh the other day um there was a guy who um, I met when I was a kid, and he actually died like a couple of days ago wow. uh, lito Peña, who was a, who was a, the band director of the that show that, that TV show okay yeah uh, a, a lot of people I can I, I, I can I don't know name like ten yeah. people that you know back in the day was very famous, I, and you would everybody would know them like, you say, "Oh, you know someone and so, oh yeah, yeah, I know him he 's a singer producer." Uh, director uh, actor uh, actress whatever you know so and, yeah
3: and remember the 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 host from the show he became a big a news anchor po- and yeah. channel four news anchor yep
1: yeah
4: wow that's yeah. crazy uh, guillermo, guillermo yeah, Gu- C- Torres, yeah.
1: exactly yes so yeah yeah cool so dad i want you to tell a story that you've told me several several times about growing up and a friend of yours inside his house listening to i think it was iron maiden and Luigi's, guys- <laughs>
3: house. <laughs> Luigi's house Luigi's house And his grandma came in Because we, we, we were playing uh, Run Through the
4: Hills <laughs> Doña Paca, Doña Paca Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: she came up And uh, we were playing We were making lanos We were jumping on the bed And she came in with a stick started beating the crap out of us Because we were possessed by the devil
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah So, um, like And I didn't bring that up Because, like definitely I see for you and for you rock music became a thing Um, and if you will the stereotype is Puerto Rican people don't necessarily listen to rock music or metal music like stuff I'm into so where did that start for you and how did grandma feel about you guys listening to rock and roll because
3: grandma she just loved music so Mm -hmm. she she would listen to the same I mean she would not sit there but she would, she would not um, bother us, you know, listen to any kind of music. Yeah. It didn't matter, you know, we always loved, I don't know, rock music. I, I guess because we, we used to listen to um, my stepdad's Beatles um, and Rolling Record- Stones records, records and uh-huh. stuff like
4: that. And, you know, that's how we just started liking um, rock music. Yeah, we, we got into that because partly because of him, because mm-hmm. we had the influence from mom, you know, her records. Like she would, she would uh, listen to Sandro um, But she had like some weird country stuff too Yeah In, in English I wish I didn't know Yeah You know And uh, Spanish stuff English stuff And then my stepdad steps in He's got Beatles albums uh, Rolling Stones um, All kinds of 60s and 70s stuff And we used to listen to that stuff And slowly we kind of moved You know We started listening more to, to, to the stuff mm-hmm. You know and then uh, I remember uh, late 70s, I got into disco, you know? <laughs> yeah. A disco doesn't suck, okay? <laughs> and, um, and, and, and the funny thing is I was listening to um, uh, all, this, all this, the stuff that came in the 70s, disco. And then one day I'm listening to this band, you know? And they were going, I was made for loving you, baby. And I say, wait a minute. This is a rock band, and they're playing a disco song. So I started listening to them, which just turned out to be Kiss. Okay? And that was my turning point from, from listening to rock to getting into heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. And as the 80s rolled in, it just went from Kiss to ACDC, Iron Maiden, Quiet Riot, uh, you know, all these bands are like, whoa, you know? Started buying LPs and listening to that stuff, you know? And it was it was crazy, but I mean, right now, I'm, I'm into a lot of stuff, you know, I can't pinpoint exactly, you know. But I, I listen to every, anything, everything right now.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
2: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: From Dad, for you, like, what did you feel like was that band that kind of, like, changed some of what you were listening to? Because I know you were listening to, like, Iron Maiden and stuff like Kiss. that. Kiss? Kiss was, like, the one that got me really into rock. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it about it? Was the aesthetic or was it the music and the aesthetic together?
3: The music and the showmanship that they had, you know, all the makeup and all that crap. That's, we used to love that stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I I, you still see some stuff like that today. And I think I think like as myself, um, thinking back to like 1999, when I really kind of dove right into like metal and stuff like that, the way Slipknot looked definitely was something that appealed to me. Um, And then obviously, like with you at the time, you were listening to Linkin Park, and I I remember you being the first person I heard, Dad, that was like listening to Linkin Park, and I was just kind of like, I remember we went down to Chinatown, and you got me a copy of Hybrid Theory, (laughs) (laughs) a very special copy of Hybrid Theory, but I remember you like being that um, uh, Slipknot, Linkin Park. And then kind of sublime also, because I remember you gave me the the 96 album uh, Mm -hmm. self-titled Sublime and just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of changed shit. And I'll tell you this story. Um, So my mom found out that you gave me that CD, right? Mm -hmm. And she looked through the CD booklet and was just absolutely appalled about everything in the booklet. But then she looked at me and she saw how happy I was that I got it. And she's just like, you can have it, but just don't sing it in my house. Fast forward a few years later, she bought me Slipknot's second album, Iowa, and the first track on the song, on the album, is called People Equal Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on her face was, people equal what? You better not be singing this some shit in my house, okay? <laughs> hey. So, was there, So I say that to ask, was there ever a band that grandma was just like, Okay, I'm down with everything, but what the fuck is this?
4: No, she never... Com- no, no, no never, never. Never. She never said anything. I mean, she, she might have thought of... She might not. She might have disliked some of this stuff, but yeah. she, wasn't, she wasn't strict about it. <clears throat> she let us listen to anything we wanted. But also, know?
3: the music wasn't as dirty as it is now.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Or loud. Well, yeah, or loud. You know I mean? Yeah, but also but- at the same time, back then, the aesthetic of KISS was offensive to people. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How the they mean, looked.
3: the 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 worst thing that we used to listen was um, what is his name? Uh, um, they used to sing uh, the, the song about you know six six six, the number
4: of the devil. It's like you know, <laughs> the number of the beast. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <That was laughs> the Iron Maiden. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Iron Maiden.
3: <laughs> I think that was the worst. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we used to have posters of you know Ozzy Osbourne, you know, With the <laughs> biting the head of a. The bat, uh, yeah. The bat or whatever. Mm. And grandma just never was fazed by it? Nah, no. She, you know, She'd come in the room and yeah, it's all good. So it's just fine. My kids are normal, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay. Um, so we'll transition. We're going to talk a little bit more about grandma. Um, I guess the first thing I want to say is what was your first memory of like a studio setting or her recording anything and what that was like just, you know, sitting there and watching your mother work?
4: Well, I remember she she did a re- she she, re- she recorded Comacho an Chan. album with Comacho, some yeah Comacho with Chan. someone, but she was she was just a ba- backup singer. Yeah, she, she was, was a backup not singer. a singer. It was, that was the it first was, time.
3: It was uh, a, a it was a Christmas song. This mm. is this guy Machucali. He's, he's um he's like <laughs> like a Benny Hill in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. He's a comedian, and he also he used to do um, music, but he, he, it's he's funny stuff. Yeah. funny stuff and it was for Christmas Mm -hmm. so my mom and her comadre um Adela
4: Adela Adela Hernandez exactly yeah
3: she was also well known in Puerto Rico they used they did background for that song song a song about somebody killing a pig whatever it
4: was (laughs) oh my god yeah but it was it was a it was a Christmas song you know back in Puerto Rico you know for Christmas they kill a pig and they roast it Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. so it was all about that but that was the first time we experienced that, that that first recording you know but uh she did a whole bunch of stuff, all, just two, you know. But that was a, probably the first first time. So, um, I guess my next question is, do you know why grandma
1: was, a lot of her, like, early music, a lot of it was, like, very religious-based? Was that because that's how she grew up, or is that because she felt like
4: that's what she wanted to sing about? I th- I don't think it was all religious in the beginning, mm-hmm. but eventually... Eventually, I feel that she was, she was looking for that, for that, like, fulfillment, uh, you know, with God or whatever. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember being Catholic at first, but then we started going to the, to uh, Protestant church for a while, and then we go to another church and stuff like that. So, when I was, when I was growing up, I was like, okay, you know, like, I didn't make of anything, of of it, of anything, but, but, uh. And I, when I grew up, you know, I say, okay, she was trying to find something, you know, and I guess she found it eventually, you know, in what is called the Baha'i faith, you know, and she was she became a, a member and she did all kinds of stuff for the Baha'i faith, you know, and stuff like that. And that was that was the last thing she did when when she when she met the Baha'i faith. That's why she stuck. She stuck there. So she stayed there.
1: Yeah, I, I remember going to a place with her in Memphis,
4: uh-huh.
1: um, and it was like a home to somebody who was very affluent, it was a very nice house, nicest house I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And I remember going with her, because Julio said, it's your grandmother and I'm not going.
0: <laughs> no, whatever.
1: That's my other <laughs> uncle. Um, but yeah, I remember going with her and I just remember her, her attention to it and to everything at that time, you know. Um, and I wanted to be respectful because I, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm not religious, it's just I'm not that religious so a lot of a lot of what like I was at the time I was probably way more less religious than I maybe am now and I don't even think I'm religious now I think I'm just into positive energy that's what we're going to call it positive go. energy Yeah. yeah. Okay. doing positive stuff I, roll, I can roll with that <laughs> yeah exactly positive yeah. energy we'll call it that um, just do good you'll yeah. be fine exactly exactly <laughs> um, and so what what do you think about I, and I, I don't want to make this like a super religious question because I'm not here to be like questioning grandma's religion or anything mm-hmm. like that. She was a good person always and and any anything I can remember about my grandmother, she was good. Um, but I'm, I'm i'm thinking you know what was it do you think about the baha'i faith that she latched on to so much um because as i understand a lot of it is rooted in somewhat of the middle east and there's a lot of different things here and there um do you know more about it than i do i, I don't particularly know either one of you might be able to tell I, more about I, Baha'i. i
4: think uh, uh the difference in the baha'i faith is that it it compiles a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, there's not divisions, okay. you know? And because some religions pull to, to the left, some pull to the right and all this exactly. stuff. Exactly, upside and, down. And instead of being united, they, they, you know, they segregate and separate and stuff. And I think that's one of the things that she liked, you know? Because uh, the Baha'i Faith teaches the uni- unity of God. This is one God. Mm-hmm. Unity of religion, there's only one religion. Even though it has different names, it's the same religion. And the 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 unity of mankind, which is one humankind, all of us, you know, no matter if you're white, black, yellow, green, you know, stuff like that. So I think that uh, uh, appealed to her, and she liked it, and she stuck with it, you know. Yeah,
1: and that's interesting because if you really think about it, a lot of these religions have created a divide depending on where you're at with it. And once again, like I said, I'm not going to be a person who knocks religion. Whatever you believe in is whatever you believe in. As long as you still are a good person and a good to other people, that's the only thing that matters to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I just find it interesting that there is this religion that believes in unity where there are all these other religions who claim to believe in unity except underneath XYZ for rules, you know what I'm saying? So yep. that's that's kind of interesting. I n- I never knew that. I just knew, you know, I knew a little bit about it because um, grandma. I remember one time asking grandma about it, and she handed me a pamphlet. It was like read. <laughs> yeah, uh, read. So uh, I'll give you that. I'll give her that. Um, so we're gonna go a little weird here, and I'm gonna do this with tack. Um, so I grew up kind of weird. Um, And for a while, I didn't know certain things about certain parts of my family. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the first few trips that I took with you, Dad, um, in meeting Grandma in Cape Cod, I believe, it was like my first memory of acknowledging my grandmother's existence. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember the whole time, the only thing I can think about that whole time, besides um, Tahiti complaining about her hair being brushed, um, was the fact that the whole time and any time I was in the presence of Grandma, she was either humming or full-fledged singing out loud. Um, was she like that when you guys were growing up? Where oh, yeah. it was like always, everything in, in a task or anything mm-hmm. like that? She was musical. Even, even,
3: even our, grand, our, our dad used to always, always hum, especially when he was driving. Mm-hmm. I asked Mom one time because my dad would just be driving and he'll be like, this. "We didn't know what the hell was the song." He would drive. Mm-hmm. 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 So I asked mom one time What is that song about? And she told me uh, That's the song that he sings When he thinks He you knows what he's doing
4: Yep That's the song he sings When he thinks he knows what he's doing He knows what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he And he thought about it but.
1: No, and it's interesting Because it's the same thing For me in my household Where Even my wife is, like, it's something she's either singing or she's listening to or she's humming. Um, And it's the same thing for me. I feel like even certain tasks. And I'm sure it probably drives my kids annoying, you know, like, just annoyed with the fact that I sing. Because I know when we get in the car, um, if it's not my wife's, like, Mean girl pop music is what I like to call it because this is like you know, are Britney Spears. No, 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 no. This is different stuff. It's a little bit more indier than 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 Britney Spears, but it's still in that pop realm. And then you know I'm blasting anywhere from hip hop music to metal music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. I'm sure, you know, I don't know. I, I think it, it probably carried from between both generations or all three generations, if you, you really know, think about well, it.
3: You have to remember on our grandmother's, my mom's side, you know, they're black, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So, we you know, we have, what do you call it, African slave behind us. So and they used to sing also when they were out in the field, mm-hmm. you know, where we came from in, in in my mom's, from Loisa, which is a black town in not, you
1: know not all of it but it's mostly black and if I'm not mistaken, Luisa is where they imported the African slaves yeah. when they first started exactly. conquering Puerto Rico. Yeah, they have a big coconut plantations over there mm-hmm. That's some I, I do know, and, and, and once again, I know this is weird and this has nothing to do with music, but it also brings up the conversation of i've heard before like how black Puerto Ricans are, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like we are a lot more blacker than people think.
3: Yeah, you it's, um, it's, th- it's, you know, a lot of people that, you know, they don't understand about, they think Puerto Rico is somewhere in Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a U.S. territory.
1: Exactly. And it's, no, it you is. know, it's
3: basically, you know, 30% black from Africa. Yeah. 30%, you know, some of the Tainos that were left, which is the native Indians mm-hmm. and the Caribbean Indians, and 30% from... from uh from Spain, and people from Spain were mixed with the Moors, which are Arabs, mm-hmm. so it's like a big-ass mix right there.
1: The, uh, that reminds me of, uh, I can't remember what the comedian's name is, she told a joke where she was talking about how Hispanic races dislike each other, and it was oh, like, yes. oh, yeah, the yes. the, the, yeah, the Dominicans don't like, or the uh, Mexicans don't like the Dominicans because no, the Dom- Dominicans yeah.
3: don't like the Haitians. Okay, yeah. Puerto Ricans they say they don't like you know the Dominicans.
1: Well, no, she gave reasons, yes. and I think it was yes, something along the reasons, lines of like, yeah. Dominicans don't like him because they're too whatever or too whatever, and then she got to the, she got and she said all Hispanic races don't like the Puerto Ricans because we're U.S. citizens. Exactly <laughs> was the end of the joke, and that was the that was the part that, I, that sometimes people get like, they get really butt hurt, but that was it was funny to me because it was like it's kind of true <laughs> sometimes, you know you catch a lot of shit and stuff like that. Yeah, there's
4: always there's always division which which I don't understand and I I don't really. I don't I don't really like because I don't get it. I mean, we're all in the same boat. For sure. Some are, some are in a better situation than others. But you know, we all we all we got we got to help each other. Yeah. You know? No. For we sure. Help each other.
1: Um, so before I get off, before we get off, what we're talking about here, uh, well, let's get off what we're talking about here. Let's talk about some of the things that you've been able to do um, in playing drums and stuff like that, and being able. And I know um i don't know if you're still playing
4: with giggle juice or are you playing once in a while actually I'm, i'm i'm still i mean we're still a band giggle juice is still a band but obviously uh, pandemic we, yeah obviously with the pandemic and the stuff we've been uh, on the lowdown but uh we actually we played a couple of places already after the pandemic um i've done stuff with other people on the side you know probably Playing drums and the recordings and stuff like that, but yeah, we we still we're still around. We're still around. Uh, I plan to eventually, I don't know, do uh, gig a lot more, you know, once all this the dust settles on all this mess. But uh, we'll see. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so I guess re- really the only question I have left is, what do you think? And this is kind of like a hard question to pose because I'm trying to like, once again, trying to like focus in on what I want to ask because um, this is like, and, and I, don't, I don't know if both of you realize, but this means a lot to me that both of you are just here talking with me about music cool. because I think it's the thing that no matter what our situation is, no matter what we go through, I feel like it's the thing that's connected us as a family all together in every aspect and in every way. Um, and grandma is that glue. She kind of, stuck us together, if you will, when you think about everything that we've come to be. And I remember just thinking myself as getting an opportunity to become a vocalist and thinking, would my grandmother be proud of me being a singer? Now, <laughs> I did let her listen to a band that I was in uh, a year, before, uh, a year. I wanna say 2011 was when I let her hear, And I just remember her face and it was just like, Mm, uh-huh. Like,
0: uh-huh. There's,
1: yep. there's something here, and she's just like. And then I started. It started singing in it from screaming, and she just looked at me. She's like, "Oh, that's good." Like, like, yeah, that's good. Like, she looked at me like, "Yeah, that's awesome." But the yelling and the screaming part, um, she didn't look too well, amped or thrilled about it. But it was. It still made me feel good that she got a chance to actually hear yeah. wh- what I what I was doing musically. What do you feel like is grandma's legacy when it comes to the music that you've done her being a celebrity on the island um, and do you feel like maybe she wanted to do more than what she had done already or do you feel like she was happy where she was
4: I, I think it's
1: a hypothetical I, I think I know. <laughs> she could
0: have
4: done more than what she did but I feel that but she was, she was content with what she did you know she wasn't. She wasn't like um, what do you call it, when you when you want to become like a celebrity. Yeah. I don't think she was like that. Like she was hungry for success, bigger success or anything. No, I don't think she was like that. You like know. Success, yeah. I don't, I don't no, and and then she recorded some stuff for the for her religion and, and she did a couple of uh, albums for that. You know. But she wasn't like uh, you know, I don't know. She was down to earth. You know. Very. She, yeah, and she was cool. She was cool with whatever, you know, and it, she wasn't going crazy. You have to remember, you know, what you said
3: before yeah. about the music when my grandma heard it, you know. You have to remember that when we were kids and we were listening to ACDC, yeah. people thought we were crazy, especially where we used to live because it was in the country. Yeah. And we, the green goes over there, <laughs> you know, because we listen to rock music and we we're the child of the devil. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, I like I love your music. I I can listen to your music. But probably your son is going to be listening to something. I don't know. Even in, crazy. In, in, in yeah, crazier. Crazier, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> love, bad
1: rock. Well, co- well, to be perfectly honest with you, in my household, my daughter, even though she doesn't understand it, the Korean pop thing has kind of hit oh, hit yeah. our house. So, like, the B, uh, the BTS and... There's a bunch of other numbered groups that I can't even remember right now.
3: Julio's daughter is big into that damn music.
1: Yeah, K-pop is definitely, definitely huge in my household. Um, Yeah, that and um, I noticed with my wife, it's like, like I said, that abstract, uh, mean indie girl kind of stuff where it's almost pop music, but you know, there's like subject matter there that's just, you know. Maybe not too happy with men. <laughs> I mean, to each his own, you know, oh, I'm yeah. sure, you know, like, I, I, I listen to a wide array of different metal things, whether it's something political, something scary or mythical, you know, like, gotcha. I, I mean, shoot, I can think of how many times I've recently had, I had to drive my mom home one day, and I was listening to a band, Lorna Shore, and they have this part that reminds me of, um, you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. You ever seen the part where, like, the orcs are coming out of, like, the the mountain or whatever the case is? Well, this guy does a sound that sounds like these fucking orcs just escaping Middle-earth. And I just remember the look on her face, and she was like, okay? okay <laughs> like, she just like, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, what's this? But um, I don't know. It just, I just I, I, I get where you're coming from, you know? Like, it's always going to be a different change. It's always going to be the same, you know? I do kind of wish I got to... Maybe got to the point where I'm at right now where, you know, I'm a little bit more different of an artist than I was back then, where back then I was just like, I'm fucking mad. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do some angry shit, you know, (laughs) um, to kind of show her a difference. But um, I don't know. I I do feel so much love when I listen to her music. And though I don't speak any Spanish, it's just nice to hear her voice. And it makes me feel like I'm still connected to her.
0: Yep.
4: You know, and it makes me—it makes me emotional sometimes. That's good. Yeah, makes me emotional too. Uh, there, there, there. I mean, uh, there are times I just want to hear, because, you know, she's she's gone, you know. But uh, I just want to feel her around, so I, I play her music in the car, at, at home, you know. And it's a way. I mean, I think of her every day. Of course, obviously, obviously. But um, but there's sometimes like you know like. Sometimes you, I need advice, I need whatever, you know. It's like, okay, mom, you know, I play your music and blast it and whatever and, and
3: on my own. So you never forget First, about, yeah. you know. Yeah. The family of course. the family that you lose like like our our brother Tito. I mm-hmm. you know, we lost it, he was like seventeen, eighteen. N no, nineteen. Nineteen. He was nineteen. And, and it, I can I can never
4: forget him. Like it's like yeah. it happened yesterday. hmm and he was, he, our brother Tito was also X, yeah. in a band. He played drums. He played sax, you know? Yeah. So I have so, his sax at home. You have it? I thought it was gone. I have it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. See? Yeah. Discovering stuff say, on the yeah, podcast. See? You have the cool. sax. Wow. I have his sax. Have you have his sax? So yeah. Yeah. this oh, is cool. absolutely
1: hilarious because there's a band currently that I'm listening to. Um, that does the style of music I do, and at the end of the song, there's a sax part, and for whatever reason, I'm absolutely in love with that part. It's like cool. the best part of the, the song is amazing, but the best part of the song is that sax part, and I, my wife hates it. She's just like, this is annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, I'm like, this is great. I don't know why we don't have more metal bands that have sax parts. Yeah, okay. you
3: know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because... <laughs> When I was a kid, like I wouldn't think like trumpets mm-hmm. and sax and mm-hmm. things like that weren't part of rock music.
0: Yeah,
4: if, if you work with it, you yeah. know, you do it. You you do it the right way. It'll. It'll. You can in, integrate it into it. Well, see, there's this, and, and we're going off on a tangent here. We're
1: trying to wrap up, but um, there's this style currently um uh, called wavecore. Um, but to me, what it sounds like is you're getting vocalists who do R&B style vocals over metal. Um, and to me, it's it's where I live. Like I love '90s R&B music. Um, it's what I grew up on. Um, and then just throw metal in there. We're using these these harmonies that sound like from uh, from R&B music, and then putting it together with metal. And it's like the perfect marriage. So like I don't know. Just I love shit like that. I love that <laughs> experimental side of what metal can be sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> but no, I. Uh, For grandma, whenever I listen to her music and I usually find myself listening to her on like a tough day or Christmas. I don't know why Christmas, but Christmas, I want to hear her on Christmas, you know?
3: Yeah, you associate grandma with Christmas because she she used to travel here most of the time on Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. That's why
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I I, I didn't know that. I I couldn't, well, I can't remember that far back, but, you know, I know... um, I, you know, I know, like, definitely there was a lot of things that she did for us, especially on Christmas. I know that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Yeah, man, sorry. I'm trying yeah. not to be, like, super emotional right now, but it's, it's, cool. it's, it it's just nice brings, to talk. It brings back memories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely sure. does. Because I, I got to, you know, towards the end of 2011, um, I got to spend a really good special time with her. And, you know, even though I was, quote-unquote, her driver, I loved it. I loved it every minute of spending it with her. Driving Miss Julia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's she's the reason why Julian got his name. Was because mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything more special in my life than my grandmother. You mm-hmm. know, so that's why, you know, Julian ended up with his name. Um, and I feel in some in some ways he's a representation of her spirit. You know, because he's. You know, Grandma, besides music, Grandma was funny too, like you guys oh, yeah. like she you guys was, are she, always funny. she, she was <laughs> hysterical, yeah, 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 she's <laughs> crazy, oh yeah, no, oh man, and she, oh man, I remember one time, um, I'm not gonna mention the person's name, okay. but she made fun of Julio for being on his mom, like kind of like almost in his lap, and he's in his thirties, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, we on we his were mom. like that exactly. I, used to, yeah,
3: yeah. I used to you know um cuddle up with my mom and you know and i was like in my 40s and she was but this was almost
1: this was almost like this is my baby kind of deal like Like any
3: any any other people will look at it weird (laughs) but it's like a moment that you have with your mother
1: exactly exactly because you love her and you 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 know like it's it's you know grandma had a lot of love to give and grandma gave a lot of love yeah you know and I, even, even in certain aspects of my life, I remember her just being the constant connection to this side of the family, whether it's a phone call or whether it was just kind of checking in to make sure we were good for whatever holiday or the school year, or yeah. whatever the case is. I remember my first calculator came from grandma, so <laughs> <laughs> I had a Texas Instruments. It was the first, like, super cool. I thought this was the coolest thing ever. I- I remember. I, I got one too. Supercomputer, the '80s. <laughs> but um, I just, I just want to thank you guys for coming on and talking uh, music with me, talking about our connection to it. Um, this literally, I've interviewed a great artists that I've been super fans with, but this was like the best experience because it just reminds me why we are family, why we mm-hmm. are connected, and what it means to me. To still be connected to you guys. Yeah, thanks for having so, us. And, you know, rest in peace, Grandma. I love you. I miss you. We miss yeah. you. You know, the world misses for, you. Yeah. For real. Well,
4: everybody that knew her. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: <laughs> All right, guys.
2: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?